Welcome in. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show on the air. Hour number three. Starting hour number three. Good to have you. And uh, today, uh, looking at the Packers and the Bears preview, uh, talking about the game that was last night. Kansas City gets knocked off 21-20 by the Detroit Lions. Detroit now up one game to nothing in the division. And uh, had a pick six from uh, Patrick Mahomes to help them along the way. Jameer Gibbs looked really good last night. The Lions made a little bit of a statement. Defensively, they kind of hung in there. And the intestinal fortitude got them through. So now the Packers, they have to uh, take their place in the division. And hopefully they get a win on Sunday. Don't forget, though, doesn't matter what happens. We'll be talking about it after the fact. We want you to be along for the ride. You got to download the app because there's some stations on this network, believe it or not. Believe it or not, some people take other programming, uh, mainly Packers programming, or maybe they have their own, but that's okay. You know why? Because you and I, we're still going to be talking, okay? Whether you follow us on YouTube, which YouTube gets huge after the Packers game. It's always fun. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Like us, and uh, we'll we'll set the set the event, and we'll let you know. Hey, coming up six o'clock, boom! On the air we go, on the air we go. Uh, or maybe listen to us on the Zone app, W O Z N, the Zone Madison, the Zone Madison. You can find us there as well. And we're going to be talking about the, uh, the the Packers and the Bears right out of the shoot. Looking forward to it. And that's also where you're going to find a lot of the huddle stuff this year, uh, both over the air and on social media. And we got a lot of good stuff in in, uh, in store this year. We're going to be talking. Uh, we're heading out on the road. We're going to be heading on the road this year. And we're all over the state. We're going to pick about uh, 10 different places, 8 to 10 different places to go. And we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a good time this year. Really looking forward to it. Uh, so anyway, uh, download the app. Go over to YouTube. Follow us there. Like us and subscribe and all that kind of stuff. Because that way when we go on the air, it pops up on whatever device you're using. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, in the meantime. Matt LaFleur talking to the um, uh, the media yesterday after because there's there's some questions, some things happening. We need to know what's going on. Matt LaFleur talking to the media. Take a listen. David and Christian did not practice. Romeo and Rashawn were limited. And then Anthony Johnson and Wicks were full participants in practice. What did Romeo do today? Uh, and how did he look to you? He looked good. Um, you know, he took a couple reps within each team period and uh, all the routes on air and looked good. So what do you need to, is, is like tomorrow like the big day, just how he feels? Every day is a big well, day. That's true, that's true for all of us, but I mean as far as how he wakes up feeling all that, is, is yeah. that like the big barometer there? Yeah, we're, certainly we're not going to put him in a position to, you know, miss a longer period of time, so... If he's feeling good, he'll be out there, and if he's not, then he won't. Was Christian down there at all, or was he somewhere else getting treatment? Or? Yeah, he came, he came later to practice, yes. With, uh, you know, it's kind of a, the cliche thing about having a quarterback kind of get him, get him into a rhythm. Um, what, what goes, is it just a matter of making, giving him some easy passes, or, or what goes into getting a quarterback going? Um, yeah, I, I think... Any time that you can string together a few completions, that typically builds the confidence up a little bit. Um, so, whether how you do it, there's a lot of different ways. It could shoot. It could be taking a shot down the field. It could be a, throwing a screen. So, 
but yeah, I think that's important to, to try to do to get them in the, in the flow of the game. And I think typically you do that just by getting more plays. So whether, even if it's running the football and you get some first downs, but you just gotta, you gotta string together a few plays to help really everybody get into a rhythm. Not, not to my uh, knowledge. I think that he's a guy that's banked a ton of reps. Um, he feels good physically, and so we anticipate him being out there on Sunday. Why not practice him at least once? Maybe we will. We'll have to wait and see tomorrow. I feel good about it. I think they've spent a lot of time together and developed the rapport out there and, um, you know, looking to see how it goes in the game. They got a bunch of new guys on defense. They basically bought a defense. Um, when you're doing your prep, um, is that a challenge at all? Or can you realistically look at what they did last year and kind of extrapolate that to this year? Yeah, I th no, I definitely think there's a little bit of challenge in that, um, just seeing how they fit within their scheme. But those are – they've added some really talented pieces, obviously the two backers, and then, uh, you know, kind of revamp that defensive line. So I think, you know, the, the, it's on paper it looks pretty good. That They're just their, their starting group, their starting unit. And I thought last year, quite frankly – I know what numbers say, but when I watch the tape, like it's a sound defense and um, they play extremely hard and they do a really good job of attacking the football. And if you go back a year ago when they didn't have as talented of a group that they have now, they were in damn near every game. I mean, they were beating, shoot, they were beating us in the fourth quarter. They were beating, uh, I want to say Philly and and Buffalo at halftime. I mean, so they they played some really good defense last year. You mentioned the two backers. Um, obviously, you have two backers as well that are really good. Is, is it play call? What's the challenge that you face when you go when you go up against you know two guys that can cover a lot of ground, like whether it's their guys or your guys? Yeah, I just think that they're they're you know that they're gonna be in the right spots within whatever the call may be, and I think that's just kind of the chess match of football is. You know, you're trying to get certain plays dialed up against certain calls and then go out there and, and try to execute. When will team captains be announced? Uh, that's a process that uh, I haven't informed our team about yet. So when we do that, I'll let you guys know. Do you plan on having season captains or are you going to change? I'll let you guys know. Feels good. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. There you go. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. We're going to let you know. We'll let you know. Don't worry about it. We'll let you know. Uh, you know, not a lot there to chew on other than the fact that uh, they didn't practice yesterday. Uh, when you talk about Christian Watson and David Bakhtiari, and we're going to find out if they practice today. And uh, they should be hitting the practice field any moment now. But uh, we'll find out here shortly. Other than that, uh, not a whole lot to kind of grip, grip on to. 
with Matt LaFleur. It was, you got more out of the Joe Barry presser, the fact that uh, they're talking about more and more and more aggressiveness when it comes to when it comes to the uh, the defense. Offensively speaking, it's a lot about rapport. It's a lot about, you know, as Mike Clements alluded to, you know, you're going to be looking for not only if you don't have Christian Watson, you're going to have Romeo Dubs and Mari Torre and a bunch of young guys, but the guy that's coming out of the backfield that's probably one of your best, better pass catchers is going to be Aaron Jones, who's got the rapport already. And and has said pretty much from the very beginning that, you know, hey, when Jordan Love gets his opportunity, we got his back. So uh, a lot of good stuff there uh, in regards to uh, the rapport between uh, Jordan Love and Aaron Jones. Other than that, a lot of uh, a lot of coach speak. Nothing there that's too hyped or too over the top. Uh, 877-867-1670, Ho- Hopefully, uh, you know, Dobbs was back in the practice field yesterday. We're waiting to see if Christian Watson gets back out there. From what I understand, I don't think he is practicing today, but I have not. Uh, Grant, have you seen if uh, if Christian Watson hasn't been on the practice field at all today? Watson did some light jogging and stretching kind of in the in the beginning period, and then he did not go with the rest of the team to practice. So he's not practicing, no. Um, yeah, the uh, yeah, I was kind of going through a little bit of this, and I was seeing some of the reports coming out of camp. Uh, uh, not not a great day for uh, Jordan Love when it came to some of the passing game and some of the things that they were doing at practice today. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll wait and see. He also had sneakers on instead of cleats. If that means anything to you, it must have meant something to Match Nightman because he tweeted it out. So I feel like I should pass right. it along. Um. Uh, David Bakhtiari, uh, was he practice? Did he practice today? I think he did, didn't he? No practice reps since August 30th. He didn't even come out and stretch, really? based on what I'm reading. Yeah, Ryan Wood tweeted that. So he's going to go two weeks without a rep before playing Sunday. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm trying to flip through some of this stuff because uh, it comes by. Here's the thing. When you're on the air and you're trying to watch this stuff, you can't keep up with it on uh, on Twitter. So I'm trying to kind of go go to the, some of the guys that we pay attention to. And I have not, uh, I've not been able to kind of keep up with it. Uh, but... Yeah, uh, Watson did a light stretch, jog through, Bakhtiari present, not practicing. Looks like he's going to play without any full reps for two weeks now. Romeo Dobbs was a go today with the hamstring issue. Yeah, when you got Watson and Dobbs with hamstrings, I, I will say this. If Romeo Dobbs is playing and practicing, even though he has had the hamstring issue, they must feel really confident that he's not going to you know, further injure that thing uh, for, for the status it is right now. Because normally when it comes to hamstrings, they are extremely cautious, extremely cautious. Because we saw this, go back to like uh, Clay Matthews. I mean, that used to be the thing with him every year he'd go down with a hamstring issue. And they always made him wait a week or two later than what was the projection just to make sure he was good to go when when he would come back. So if Romeo Dobbs is back, it must have been a really light kind of crampy feel in the hamstring. And, uh, you know, he pretty much should be good to go. But, yeah, the uh, the Christian Watson thing, man, if you got Romeo Dobbs and Mari Torre, that's not terrible. But, man, you got a lot of youth already and inexperience. It's going to be fascinating to watch how they use everybody, how Matt LaFleur uses everybody, and what he does in motion and movement to help Jordan Love and how I think we're going to see a lot of in this first game what we saw in the preseason. They'll take a couple of shots, but for the most part, you move him in the pocket. You cut down half of the field. You make that decision-making both on his part and on the wide receiver's part less and less emphatic. 
you know, where you don't have to know every single route tree and have to have everything down perfectly. This is just, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to roll half the field. We're going to make sure that this particular zone is open. This, If we see this defense, this is what we're going to do. you got an either-or. Uh, I think they'll just keep him safe. They'll get him into rhythm. You know, you heard Bill Huber ask about that. How do you get a, 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 a quarterback into rhythm? That's how. You know, you get him a hit, you hit him a couple of passes. He hits a couple. You get a little confidence, a couple of short, quick throws, maybe an intermediate throw before you actually take the shot downfield. You know, move the sticks, give him some extra looks, get him lathered up, get a rhythm in and out of the huddle, things like that. That's how you get a quarterback into the rhythm. So I would assume that's what they're going to do. But, yeah, uh, Rob Domofsky also saying David Bakhtiari present but not practicing. Looks like he will play without any full reps the last couple of weeks. So interesting stuff there. We would play the David Bakhtiari stuff. We don't have that edited, do we? Yeah, I uh, I could have stayed here until about 2 in the morning last night to bleep out all the swear words. <laughs> it would have taken that long. And, Bill, if you would have asked me to stay late and edit the audio, I would have. But I, I decided to go yeah. home instead. It's a lot of David F-bombs. Bakhtiari, uh, yeah, Mike, uh, Mike Clemens sent it. Uh, but <laughs> David Bakhtiari made sure that it was not going to be carried live. It, it was a whole lot of F-bombs which, in that thing. Which, by the way, we were talking about Mike Clements and his emailing tendencies yesterday. And I, yeah. and I love Mike. This isn't me knocking him. But when he sends a, an, a bit of audio, sometimes he'll put a little note in the, the subject line of the email. And the Bakhtiari cut came in, and it said, Bakhtiari audio, parentheses, great, exclamation point, parentheses, filled with swear words. It's like, Mike, <laughs> then I can't. Then it's not great. Then I can't play it on the radio. Mike is letting you know to take a listen to it because it's awesome, but you can't yeah. you can't uh, just play it without editing it. <laughs> don't even and think Ma- about you know, I'll say this. Mike does so much and gets us so much. I don't expect him to edit everything out. Oh yeah. So it it, it you know, for for what he does, but yeah, <laughs> Bakhtiari made sure that that thing was not going to air live anywhere. That's for sure. Uh, let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We got a lot more to get, a lot more to cover, a lot more to cover. Hang in there. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. It's all coming up. It's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 
Camps is a company that's been around a long time. You've seen it in your dairy cooler and uh, freezers and such, and I'm sure you probably had some Kemp's products in your uh, refrigerator at some point. And they are looking for good people. Good people. And uh, you could be one of them. You, if you're looking for a new job, looking for a job, looking for a new career, whatever it happens to be. If you're a CDL driver, looking, looking for drivers, uh, maintenance technicians, also production people, cooler cooler technicians, you name it. Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. That is Kemp's.com. Click on the word careers at the bottom of the page. Go to Kemp's.com, bottom of the page. Click on the term careers. And then fill out the uh, fill out the form, and you could be interviewing as soon as uh, Monday. Who knows? Uh, go to Kemp's.com and check it out because they're looking for good people, and I'm sure you're one of them. Again, Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. That is Kemp's.com. And see for yourself. So I uh, got a question here. This was asked from, um, let's see here. Uh, God, who asked this question? Um, where is it at? Uh, this is from Jason. He said, why are we really hanging on to Bakhtiari? Look, I get it. He's uh, the top of his position when healthy, but he can't stay healthy, and we literally don't know if he uh, is how he is feeling truly or when he is really going to play. I just think it's uh, seriously time to move on from him. I was at uh, four games last year, specifically the last two home games, and the last game of the year against the Lions. You could see he had checked out. When he was on the bench, uh, he wasn't sitting with the rest of the offense. He was at the end of the bench right next to the heater, so it was blowing directly on his left leg. That tells me he doesn't belong out there. I want to see him out there, but man, oh, man. Um, okay, the first of all, why you're hanging on to him is because, you know, you can't cut him loose because you owe him a lot of money. That's first and foremost, okay? So make no, make no mistake about it because he is the highest-paid player for the uh, Green Bay Packers this season. And if you cut him loose, his dead cap number is $38.8 million right now. He's a $21.2 million cap casualty this year. The next high, He's the highest paid player. The next highest paid guy is Kenny Clark at 12.9, almost $13 million bucks. So you can't just cut him loose. Uh, secondly, when he did play, he played well. When he did play, he played well. So I'm, I'm you know, I don't have a problem with David Bakhtiari and – and if, if, if he can play, no matter how he gets from point A to point B, as long as he's giving you point B, who cares, right? I think we get frustrated because of the great unknown. The Packers know, though. See, you and I, we speculate, we, we worry, we talk about who should and shouldn't be playing, if he is or isn't hurt. And I get all that because there is legitimacy and a, a history to be able to dictate and tell us what is happening behind the scenes, right? Because if a guy's not practicing, usually it's because they can't. But in this particular case, the Packers legitimately could just be doing anything and everything they possibly can to take it easy, and maybe that knee's just on particular days saying no. And if he's got any aches or pains in it, maybe during the week, they're just saying, look, we'd rather take it easy and make sure that he's ready on Sunday than risk anything during the week for that thing becoming inflamed, and then you have to go to the backups. And then you know Jordan Love starts for his first game under center, with a weakened position at the left tackle, which is really on the offensive line the most important position. So I get it. I understand all of that. But you're on a Friday walkthrough, man. If that knee, and and I'll say this too, if I'm David Bakhtiari, you know, if you have an inkling of playing next season, 
if David Bakhtiari is not able to go and not able to really get it all done, then the likelihood of a team picking him up for any kind of a bigger, larger contract is going to be nil if he can't practice during the week. David Bakhtiari to this point, though, in his career has made almost $90 million in his career. So his career earnings, I mean, he's, he's, he's done okay. It's not like he hasn't made money throughout his career. He's done okay. So um, when you, it, it, you know, so if he doesn't get the great big contract one more time, he's not going to get that. He'll probably get a one-year deal, maybe a two-year deal to go somewhere, front load the one-year deal with a second-year option. If indeed he ends up, what, what we, he will end up leaving the Green Bay Packers next season. You would assume that the team that's going to take a heavy look at him if he decides to come back is going to be Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. That's probably where he's going to end up. He just had to wait that, that bypass year to get there. But he still has to prove his wares, right? Because otherwise the Jets aren't going to say, hey, we're not going to go out and blow the money on this guy if he can't even play, he can't even suit up. So we'll see. Uh, but So that's the reason you hang on to him, because of money and because when he's playing, he's good. I just – the red flag does go up when he's not practicing on a Friday. So he's there. He's going through, you know, kind of like a little workout on the side. But that's – that that knee, man, that thing must have been just torched. And the weird part about it is that happened in practice. New Year's Eve 2020 is when that happened. That happened in practice. Just doing a walkthrough is when he tweaked that thing. He must have just destroyed that thing. And then I, there's just some guys who, once you get into evasive surgeries, their body doesn't they, their body doesn't take it very well. And that's probably what happened with David Bakhtiari. You hate to think that, you know, I mean, for as many knee surgeries and such that Doc McKenzie has done, I mean, I can't imagine him screwing anything up. I think it's just sometimes bodies don't respond very well or maybe damage is more than – what meets the eye when you get in there, but he just hasn't responded very well to the surgery. So you hope that he's good to go uh, come Sunday, though, because they're going to need him. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to our buddy Gerard. Gerard, what's going on there in Delaware? How you doing today, man? Hey, Bill, we're ready. Listen, I don't think they're going to roll – love out a lot. I don't think they're going to limit the field. I think he's going to do a lot of play action and they're going to let him, you know, do his reads and do it that way. But the problem, you know, I, I, you know, this guy's been four years now, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't think he's an imbecile. I think he knows, I think he should know the offense pretty well. And I think he should know his uh, reads real well and uh, his check downs and everything else. So he has a pretty good, two pretty good running backs that can, take a short pass and get about 10 yards with it. So, you know, I, I, I think he'll be all right there. But here's the issue I'm having. We got Dobbs and Watson now. Do these guys ever get on the field? They got more soft tissue injuries than anything. One guy's hamstring. Look, you remember Sterling Sharp and James Lofton. Why don't they go back to talk to those two guys? Now, Sterling Sharp's career was ended because of a hit, you know what I mean? And that was, right. that was totally different. Lofton was on the field all the time. 
So why don't they mm-hmm. go back and talk to these guys and see what they've done with their bodies? Because Watson's similarly built to Lofton. You know what I mean? He's, right. Their body types are very similar. So why don't they go back and talk to these guys and see what they did with their bodies so they weren't out with these hamstrings or groins or calves or any of this stuff? Because it's ridiculous today. With all the medical advancement today, right, Phil? Am I wrong? Why no, I agree. Soft tissue injuries going over and over and over again. Yep. So you no, can't I have agree. this. You, you can't have two guys that are your two main receivers not on the field. You can't have it. You can't. The, so, uh, you know, the the it, I, I agree. The problem with the soft tissue injuries when these guys that when they're prone to it is you just never know when they're fully healed and you don't know how. I yeah. mean, part of it is with soft tissue is you don't stretch enough and you don't have enough fluids in your body and so, stuff like that. The other part of it is some guys they're just prone to it for whatever reason. Yeah, it, but yeah, but they ha- I understand that, and they are prone to it. But if they're prone to it, you gotta you can't have that. You mm-hmm. can't have guys that are on the field uh, eight games, nine games out of the year, and, oh, you know, and then they're going to miss another two weeks, and you don't know if they're going to be there, and they can't practice, and they can't do this. You, Bill, you can't have it. I don't care how talented these guys are. I was, You mm-hmm. know, but you just can't have it. And they're going to have to really look into that next year because you yep. can't. I mean, I don't know how good – uh, Heath is going to be. I don't know how good Wix is going to be, but Wix is another one got a hamstring. Another guy got a. Ham- you got to be kidding me. There's got to be something that they could do about this. I mean, there has to be. And you're right. They are. It, they're pro. They're injury prone, right? They're prone right. to these types of things once you get it because it's never healed right. Well, hold it then. What are they going to miss for months, uh, six weeks, or whatever? Come on now, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, I you know, that's agree. what bothers me the most. And it's you very know, frustrating, like, to say the very least. Yeah, it is frustrating. But what can be – and I would I would have brought that up. I said, why not – I would have said to LaFleur – I would have said to him, well, these guys seem to be – never get on the field because of these things. And all. Why don't they talk to receivers, great ex-Packer receivers, that has never had those issues. They never had them. And why don't they go see what they did with their bodies and everything like that? And if the coach responds, well, some people are different, then you get rid of those people that are different because they can't get on the field. So, you right. know, that, that's what I would do. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I just, that bothers me more than anything. So, nope, well, I Bill, get it, man. let's keep our fingers crossed. I, ho- I hope to talk to you Sunday in a, in a good way. Right? <laughs> Cross our fingers, man. Appreciate it, as always. There yes, he goes. He, <laughs> Gerard in Delaware, he drops off. You get on board, 877-867-1670. We got more when we come back. We'll get back to the phone calls when we come back as well. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show on the precipice of this season getting underway. I'm looking forward to it. We've got Packers football back this coming Sunday, and we will be down there in Chicago. We'll be live from the Shy Bar Inside the Sheridan Grand Riverwalk Hotel. Looking forward to it. We'll be down at Soldier Field and back after the po- for the postgame show. Six to eight. Come on by. Say hello. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Good to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show. Rocking on. I'm Bill Michaels. Grant Bill's producing the program. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Tyler listening to us in Milwaukee. Tyler, how are you doing today, man? What are you thinking? Doing good, Bill. How's it going? Doing, uh, doing great today. Doing great today. All right. I got two things. First of all, David Bakhtiari, I mean, this is, this is the same story from last year. And last year he had, he was ranked the 10th best offensive tackle by PFF. So, I mean, it's not like he isn't playing at a high level. So, I mean, is it, would you like to see him out there practicing? Absolutely you would, but I don't really think it's too big of an issue. This is the first off season he's had where he hasn't had any surgery done to that knee. So, I mean, it's, just, I mean, just let him do what's best for the knee, and you get the best performance out of him. The yeah, I I'm not too worried about it yet. What bothers me is that he's not there on a Friday, because uh, usually Friday's an easy day. It's a walkthrough day. It's not a you know big deal day. So the fact that he's not there on a Friday, eh, it's a little bit disconcerting. Uh, but other than that, no, I'm not I'm not overly concerned. We'll, we'll wait and see. I mean, the big thing is let's see how he does on Sunday. Because if he comes right. out on yeah, Sunday that's, and that's things how you look really bad, know. Yeah, that's when you know then, yeah, if there's, there's something more to be wrong. Concerned. Yeah, but there's one other thing. Agree. Now, yeah, there's one. Now with the the soft tissue injuries, it's not like Green Bay's the only team. Look at the look around the league. This is just it's just the nature of the league now. It's not like Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs are the only wide receivers in the NFL that have hamstring injuries. The league's bigger, Correct. faster, stronger than it was 30 years ago. It's just. One of those things, it's just, as I say, it's the nature of the business. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. You can't get rid of, say you're going to get rid of Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs because they have a hamstring. That's just absolutely ludicrous. Like, Right. No, I, I completely agree. When, when you have, then again, what I am excited for, and I think th- this is the other side of that coin, when you've got a lot of these young guys that you really anticipate becoming something, you know, with Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft and Jaden Reed and, and and Tavian Wicks and company and Malik Heath, the way he performed, I'm kind of anxious to see what they can do. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It'll be exciting to see them. You just want, you know, at least someone out there with experience, you know, that's seen, has taken NFL hits and has ran, has played in an NFL game, you know, and has actually knows what to expect versus, you know, they're still preparing like they've never done it before. Right. Yep. No, I would agree with that, man. Appreciate the phone call. He jumps. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think it's going to be 27-21 Green Bay. So uh, 27 points for them to score, I'll take it. Because that means at least the offense is functional. Appreciate the phone call. 27 points. I'll take it. I'll be excited about that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hell yeah. I'll take that in a heartbeat. Take that in a heartbeat. Uh, Jake says, uh, let's not worry too much about David Bakhtiari. Let's worry more about Christian Watson and the hamstring that's going to hamper him all season long. If it's already bothering him and keeping him out of the first game, you would assume this is going to be something that's going to be nagging. Uh, Last year he kind of had this coming out of camp. Remember? And then he ended up performing pretty well. He went down again with another injury, and then he finally got it going at the end of the season. Um, Whether it was too little too late by then, I I don't know. But at least he got, for the majority of a training camp, in. But it still wasn't a great connectivity. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they were just, you know, going after each other, him and, uh, and, uh, um, you know, uh, Jordan Love on the continuum. 
So I, you were kind of really hoping that they'd get this first game in and they'd start to get a little bit more of a rapport, a little bit more of a timing, a little bit more of a rhythm, and maybe hit one downfield that you could really kind of latch onto and go, okay, that's what we wanted to see. Now if he's not going to be playing in this game, now you're kind of like, oh, jeez, you know? Uh, maybe that's 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 not going to be not going to be the way to go, uh, at least not for a while, because you're not going to develop that rapport. Makes you a little bit nervous, but I agree with you. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Obviously, it it, it hurts because uh, I got this one's from Dave. Dave said uh, this hurts, but does this really matter considering they don't have a great connection? Yeah, because Christian Watson's a starter. He's one of the only guys with a little bit of experience out there. I, like I said, the other side of the coin is I'm excited to see some of the young guys get out there and do their thing and see what you got, you know? But it's just game one, man. You were just – you were hoping to have that connection. You were hoping to have all your, you know, your – your if you want to call it the weapons, you know, implemented, ready to go. And now you're already starting off with not one, not two, but three different guys that are not able to practice during the, the opening week that are question marks that make you raise an eyebrow, and now you're kind of going, okay, what, what is the mix and match going to be? Uh, and the guy, Samari Torre, who you've kind of had that, and Romeo Dobbs, who you've kind of had that relationship with, well, Dobbs has already got, uh, you know, maybe a, a little bit of a bad wheel. Who knows? So, I, I mean, I hope they pull it off, and I hope we kind of see it. Pull, but, again, well, th- this is from Jam. Jam says, already built-in excuses for the Green Bay Packers to lose. Now, I don't know if you're a Bears fan or if you're a Packers fan, jam but it's not built in excuses because everybody's young you know it's not like you've got it's not like Christian Watson is this legitimate downfield threat that you've had this big time connection this is not Travis Kelsey going down for God's sakes this is Christian Watson he played part of a season last year looked good had a little bit of a rapport with Aaron Rodgers but really never got into the rhythm and hasn't gotten into the rhythm with Jordan Love earlier this year in, in preseason anyway you know, it's not like you're losing your, your number one wide receiver. That's that's not it. It's, it's just another guy. It's just another body. Next man up. Because the entire staff is so young. And that's the one thing that we're kind of forgetting in all of this. Now, you lose David Bakhtiari, I agree. That's a whole, that's a whole different scenario there. You know? Uh, Michael C. says, I really want to see Green Bay firing on all cylinders and pull off a big 35-14 win or 42-21 Packers. Um... Ryan says, do you think any of this is just a shell game to keep the Bears guessing and Watson and Dubs actually play on Sunday? If Watson is not practicing today, chances are he's not playing on Sunday. That's always been the rule, you know. Always been the rule. Uh, by the way, Jeffrey says, James Lofton ran a 4'6", 40 at 6'3", and 187 pounds, not even close to Christian Watson. Yeah, Watson's got, you know, 4'2", four, 4'3", four, four, speed. He's he's a little lankier, tall guy, big wingspan, big hands, lankier though, but he flat out can fly. Um, what else do we have here before I take a break? Um, if the Packers are to beat the Bears Sunday, it's going to be because of a stellar performance from the defense. This is about Joe Barry earning his paycheck, not the offense. That's from Tom. Hmm. I would hate to, I hate to agree with you, but I can't disagree because of the uncertainty of the offense. Now, let's say the offensive line's intact. Bakhtiari's playing extremely well. 
okay. They run the ball. Aaron Jones becomes the, the, the show. Good one-two punch with the fire lit under A.J. Dillon. Musgrave gets a couple of catches. You know, Samari Torrey gets a couple of catches. Dobbs gets a couple of catches. Jaden Reed gets a couple of catches. They spread the ball around, and they get a win, and the defense plays well. Okay. But I, I can't disagree with that statement that it's going to come down to most likely the defense playing really, really well in this contest. You know? 877-867-1670. Hit us up. 877-867-1670. Not disagreeing with any of that at all. Hey, if you're going to go watch the game, maybe you're going to do something tonight. Maybe you're going to go get some dinner. Maybe, you know what? Maybe you're going to do a little romantic dinner. Geno's, Calderon Club, 838 Old World 3rd Street. Maybe you're sitting there right now and you're going, what am I going to do tonight? Going to watch a Brewers game, sit at the end of the bar, maybe go get some pizza, go to San Giorgio. Maybe you want to get the best Italian food you're ever going to put in your mouth and you're starting to crave spaghetti and meatballs. Or maybe that spicy sashina penne pasta. Or maybe the chicken marsala. Or just some of the best vanilla bean cheesecake you're ever going to stuff in your grill as well. All of that. Calderon Club, 838 Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee. I, I, I wouldn't steal you wrong. I'm telling you, man, everybody. Last weekend, I, we took Tim Duffy there. And he's, he, 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 over and over again, he's like, look, I'm from New York. He said, I know the best Italian restaurants in New York. And he said, this was the best food he's had, he said, in years. That's how good it is. Calderon Club in San Giorgio, downtown Milwaukee. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9-30-2023. Welcome back. How are we looking today on a Friday? Badgers heading into Washington. And they're looking for a little revenge after getting knocked off in uh, kind of a battle of defenses from last season. Uh, the Badgers couldn't do much offensively and ended up taking the loss. And, uh, Grant, I'll, I'll, I'll go to you, but uh, what are you expecting to see uh, come tomorrow when they take on Wazoo? I'm kind of worried. We talked about this just a couple minutes on the morning show. I don't know. This team yeah. beat them last year, uh, and I I liked what Wisconsin did in week one. I thought they did a couple nice things, but this doesn't look like a, a well-oiled machine yet, uh, and I don't know if they need to be perfect or elite to go out to Washington State and win, but 
I don't think this game is a gimme. I don't think it's a gimme. Uh, I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, I am excited because I want to see something different than what we saw. Does that make sense? I want to see, I want to see, uh, secondarily not being confused. You know, because last year we or last week we saw the secondary a little bit confused. I want to see the offense become even better, even though um, the run game was solid. Don't get me wrong, and they busted some big plays, but you had some balls bounce off of hands last week, and I want to see those problems corrected. I want to see those things fixed. Uh, I want to see more sure tackling up front, uh, things like that. I all all that stuff. That's kind of what I'm looking for uh, out of all of this. So I'm I'm excited to see that. Um, but I, I I get this sneaking suspicion the the Packers are going to get the win. Maybe I shouldn't, but I do. I kind of feel like the Packers are going to get the win in this one. I'm feeling good about it. I think, and Luke Fickle was kind of downplaying the whole revenge narrative because Washington State got him last year. Uh, and he right. was downplaying the whole idea of going out there for revenge. He's basically been saying this year's about finishing, right? Because the Badgers mm-hmm. had so many fourth quarter leads last year that they let slip away. If they just finish a couple of those games, you, you know, they're winning a handful more games. Their season looks differently last year. So this season is about finishing. Uh, and I think that's the MO going into tomorrow out in Pullman. Yeah. And I'm excited. But I think it'll be a lot closer than the Buffalo game last week. That's for sure. Uh, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I, uh, I'm, um, tomorrow is going to be one of those weird days because I'm going to do a little bit of travel heading out to Chicago, but I'm looking forward to getting down there early catching the game. So I'm, I'm kind of geeked o- over this game tomorrow. I'm excited. Um, I, I think the bad Badgers are going to get a win. I really do I think the Badgers are going to get the win. Um, let's do this. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to Josh. Uh, who's on hold. Josh, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Hello, Russ. Uh, how you doing, Bill? I'm doing great. What you thinking? Well, I'm I excited for the Packer game um, on Sunday, and I think that it's going to come down to uh, the the kicker. I think that it's going to be a, a field goal is, is necessary to win, and I think that it, it, it might work and it might not with um, Anders Carson on our team. That's you know I never thought of that. I thought, boy, what a, now that you bring it up, what a boost that would be if Anders Carlson say hits a fifty-one yarder to win that contest. What that would not only do for the Packers to get the win over the Bears, but also for Anders Carlson and his confidence. That that might not be a bad way to end that thing, and also stick a little bit more of a dagger into the Bears and their fans. No doubt. Never thought well, of it ending on a field goal like that, though. That would feel great um, for us. I, I just think that. Um... If 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 it comes down to something like that, then I don't know how to feel um, with with no Mason Crosby on our team anymore. So right, that good uh, good point. Appreciate the phone call. That's a great point. So let's say Anders Carlson is the difference. Say if it's a twenty seven twenty four game, Packers offense looks okay, defense looks pretty good, but it comes down to a kick, and all of a sudden you're looking at all three phases of the game being okay, and they get a win. How would you feel about a 27-24 Anders Carlson walk-off field goal to end that thing down at Soldier Field, Grant? Would you feel good about that win, or would you feel bad because the Bears aren't still aren't expected to do a whole lot and you barely beat them? Hey, I'll take any win. I don't care how right? ugly. I don't care how – absolutely. Yeah, I would be okay with that. It's, it's funny that Rosh brought up the kicker because, Bill, we spent – 
like two straight weeks talking about Anders Carlson about like a month, mm-hmm. month and a half ago. And now that we're actually close to week one, we haven't even thought about him. We haven't we haven't brought him up. Uh, right. And we probably should. And, and maybe that's something we can talk about with Mike, because if they don't have Watson and maybe don't have Dobbs, maybe a lower scoring game, fewer possessions running the ball. Well, now the kicker's playing a pretty important role. So I think that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I like it. I like the way he's thinking, though. I'll take it in a heartbeat. Uh, 877-867-1670. We got another hour yet to go. This next hour, coming up here in about 15 minutes, Mike Clemens is going to join us. And we're going to talk a lot with Mike about the practice. We're going to talk a lot with Mike about what's going on up there. And we'll get his thoughts on all of this as uh, the Green Bay Packers back in the practice field yet again today. And no Christian Watson. No David Bakhtiari. How concerned, in all honesty, how concerned should we be, if at all? Uh, And we'll get into that discussion coming up here in just a little bit. In the meantime, I want to remind you that uh, we've got a lot of good things coming up, and that being this Sunday as well. We are going to be live down at the uh, Shy Bar in the Sheridan Grand Riverwalk right after the game. I keep telling you, like us over on uh, the YouTube channel. Hit us up on the, the Zone Madison, the app. Download the app. You can find us on Twitch TV, Kick TV. Facebook, uh, go to Facebook Live. You can always uh, track us down, facebook.com slash Show. In case you don't get us in an area, say, like Milwaukee, because they're going to box us out. They're going to box us out. Say, like in Green Bay, where they got their own. So you want to make sure you're listening to us. You got to do it. Any other area throughout the state that maybe carries the game, they're going to box us out. So you got to be right here. Stick with us. Stick with us. Stick with this program. Stick with myself, Mike Clemens in the locker room. We'll get all the reaction, your phone calls, your tweets, your emails, all of that stuff right after the game. Stick with us right here. Got another hour yet to go. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up right after this.